It'll always, it always takes the Lord to be able to ever, ever bring out His Word. Uh, but the Lord laid this on our heart and started putting this together. And we'll just try our best to, to mind Him. Uh, we'll start reading over in Second Corinthians in the 6th chapter. Judy mentioned uh, there that we're peculiar people, and uh, I, I, I think I think uh, it goes along with kind of where our heart was this morning uh, on some things. Uh, we're a people that it's it's a hard to hard to figure out sometimes uh, why we don't go certain ways and why we don't do certain things. But it's it's the Lord in our life, and it, that makes you stand out in the places that you are. It ain't always just being uh, weird as far as the way the world might look at it to make you peculiar, but a lot of times it's just not doing things that everybody else seems uh, to think's all right. But standing out and, and walking a, a separated life is peculiar in this world. It's hard for people to understand uh, why we don't just go along and why we just don't do a lot of times. But, uh, but, but there again, I just want to read, maybe get into reading maybe a little bit... Uh, uh, in the 14th verse of the 6th chapter, and Jay actually mentioned this verse to me the other day, and uh, just kind of this blessing when the Lord was, as we were studying uh, in our scriptures and how it brought it back around in, into this uh, this particular verse and, and, and on down into some other things. But the 14th verse, 6th chapter, 2nd Corinthians, he says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you. And ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. And thought, thought on this scripture as uh, is, 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 is as the Lord was laying it upon her heart, I got to, I got to thinking about, uh, well, it's just the way the Lord brings things around to me. But I, got, I got to thinking, going back over it, I got to thinking about Lot. And, and I thought about, uh, the Bible uh, actually says uh, in the Scriptures how that uh, Lot, his, his, his uh, herdsmen and Abraham's herdsmen had a strife amongst them. And they took and Lot, you know, we, we all no doubt know the story how that the, 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 the Lot, uh, he, he separated himself from Abraham. And he took and he, he pitched his tent towards Sodom and he, he looked upon it and, and uh, 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 ended up right down there in the midst of it. And uh, I, I got to thinking on that and, and we'll get around to, to where the Lord's got us here in a minute. We got to thinking on that, how that uh, at just that first moment of what he's done, it didn't seem to really be much of a, a problem or an issue, Colin. 
Uh, he had a little bit of trouble between him and Abraham, and, and he said, we'll just go our, our ways, and I'll go down here. And he got and he pitched his tent. I got to thinking about that and how the, the difference, and, and you just pray the Lord help me get this out the way he showed it to you. But the, the difference there in, 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 in Abraham's walk and Lot's walk was, uh, the Lord set Abraham on a path, and he told him he, he never he never settled down and he never dwelt in one place. He was a continuing on just a journey here in this life. And uh, you, you see, I think maybe at some point there, maybe Lot got tired of having to travel on the journey. Lot got to a place in his life where he thought, I'm just going to go down here, and it looks like some pretty good well-watered plains. That looks like a pretty good place just to go set up, and I can stay somewhere and I'm not have to walk that walk anymore. I'm tired of walking. I'm tired of going that way. And and and, and Lot, as he went on, he he settled out in that place down there. And at the first of it, he was on the outside of it. Uh, he was on the outside of Sodom and Gomorrah, and he wasn't part of it, Barbara. And, and a lot of times, that's the way people will do. They'll withdraw from the church. Because they get their feelings hurt. Because they'll get a little upset at the preacher. They'll get a little upset at the deacon. They'll get a little upset at somebody. And they'll, they'll withdraw from the church. And that don't look too bad right off the start. Well, we can live our life. And I can be just as good at home as I can down at the church. I can, I can be alright. I don't need that church. I don't need them people to help me walk with God. Me and God's got this worked out. And and, and, and and that's where Lot was. He he set his life up on the outside, on the outskirts of that sinful place down there. And I think everything may, in his mind may have been going all right for him for a little while. But at some point down there, he ended up getting a little closer and a little closer and a little closer. Next thing you know, he's living in that. And there's a difference. I want you to understand something. I thought about this as I was studying and thinking on this. There's a difference in living around something and living in. There's a, there's a big difference in that. And Abraham, as he walked in this life, had to live around all that sinfulness. He lived around it. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not preaching to you that, that, that Abraham was a perfect man. Uh, the, the Bible said Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And, uh, and then he staggered not at the promises of God. Abraham never lost sight that God set him on a path. He set him on a walk in this life. And that he was not to turn from it, but he was to stay with where God had put him. And in the walk that God had him in. But we see in Lot's life how he turned from that. And he ended up down there. And not only, just like some of the things we're talking about this morning. Not only did Lot, the Bible said his righteous soul was vexed day by day down there. There was a part of Lot that was righteous in his life. He knew what goodness was. He knew what a walk with God looked like. He knew what it felt like. And yet he put himself down there in the midst of a place that was just filled with his most ungodly of things as they was, and he surrounded himself with it in every day of his life. He knew he was in the wrong place. <clears throat> and there's a lot today that separated themselves and took themselves out of the church, out of the walk with God, out of being where they know they need to be, and they put themselves down in a place where they never wanted to be, but they needed up there because of a hard heart, a, 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 a prideful nature, or something 
this governor that has been a strife between them and the church, and they decided to part ways and go their own. I'm just here to tell you, I'm here this morning to preach the importance of staying with the economy. Yeah, they some. Yeah, they some that's turning their back. They some that's going another way, Julius. And they've got themselves down in a far country. They've got themselves down in a place hey, of, a, of an unrighteous life. And things are going on around them. But there's a reason that God tells us to separate ourselves. There's a reason that God tells us to come out from among the world and be separated. Hey, because they came a time, as I got to uh, praying over this and thinking about it, they come a time in Lot's life that he got himself so far away from Abraham and that, that God was coming down. And I want you to understand that the wrath of God, when God calls it down, it's a coming. And it's a coming on this world. It's coming whether you like it or not, whether you think it's going to. There people down there were so deceived in their lives that they didn't even realize what was coming their way. And we're living in a generation today that's in the same shape. They some reprobates in this world, they don't even realize just where they're headed and just how close to hell they are. Hey, saints, it's coming upon this world that's unimaginable that's going to be so terrible it's going to fall. Hey, we was getting ready to study. We was going to be this morning, Jay, in Sunday school about how that God set that rainbow. Hey, that was a token of the covenant between him and man that he was not going to destroy this world by floods anymore or by water. And we still today when it rains, we see the promise of God. That's not some symbol for some homosexual lifestyle. They can try to steal that away all they want to. I promise you that's a token of the promises of God. And he set his bow in the clouds to let us know that he would not destroy this world by water again. But I'm going to tell you what. He did tell us there's destruction coming to this. It won't be water that just destroys the inhabitants of this world. But there's a fire that's coming upon this place that will consume the very elements of the air. There'll be nothing left of this no more. The water just got away, done away with the inhabitants in our home. But I'm telling you, there's a, there's a wrath of God getting ready to fall that's going to do away with the very dust of this place. And Lot was right down there in the midst of it. And his family partakers of it. You see where he ended up if he stayed walking with God. He stayed walking with, with Abraham. Then two daughters that he was willing to give unto them, them, them ungodly people. That wife that he had, them son-in-laws, could have been spared. I could have had moment, but by Lot's decision to turn his back on where God had him walking, where God was leading his paths, he led his family down a path that led them to destruction. That's how serious this way is. 
That's why our lives need to be separated. Because finding your decisions can affect our children, our grandchildren, our friends, our wives. If we ain't careful where we walk, things can happen we've never thought could. It ain't popular to preach against sin no more. It ain't popular to preach walking a righteous life anymore. Just if you go around it and start this and that, don't say this, don't offend that, that, this and that. Do you realize that we've got people that's calling themselves Christians and churches that's accepting homosexual lifestyles? that's accepting fornication, that's accepting everything else in there, and they're still trying to call themselves a church. That's not the church of the living God. I'm going to tell you what, Abraham had a lot of living down there in the midst of every that thing down there and had a righteous soul about him. But yet he was condoning him and everything around him. <laughs> And he went away to try to talk to his son in law. He had no way to talk to him. It was his testimony. He lived right there. It's part of what they were living there. He had no impact on their life. That there's something prepared for man. There's either a he- home in heaven or there's a home in hell. I wouldn't even call it a home, a place in hell. God come by Abraham's tent. I believe when the church gets to praying, I believe it has an effect in people's lives. I really do. And a lot don't, but I do. There was no going back for Lot, though. He couldn't change everything he'd done. You know what would have been the best route? I want to try to head it off before it ever gets there. That's what I was talking about with these youngest ladies. I'd like to warn you. 
about the consequences of sin before you ever get down there and realize how just how bad it is. Before you look back and you've got a life behind I wonder how many times Lot walked through the rest of his days and remembered his wife that was a pillar of salt, remembered his daughters and his son-in-law. They got destroyed down there in that place. And I wonder, I, he was down in that place and his righteous soul was vexed day by day. But after that, I wonder how many times that his soul was vexed by realizing I led them down there. I took them to that place. I made the choice that brought them down. Before we get to that place, we need to examine our lives and consider our ways, ponder the path of our feet. Before you're looking back and realizing that you kept that child out of church, you kept that wife out of church, and led them through this world. The walk that Abraham made is still having an effect today in our lives. The walk that Abraham made, you trace the lineage of Christ, and you can trace it right back through the walk that Abraham made. Christ himself came down out of the lineage of Abraham. He walked a walk, and he staggered not at the promises of God. And he believed God has imputed us to him for righteousness. And this thing on this day has no faith. And if you'll have it, so does the walk of what? He come out of that place and he was stained with every bit of the sin. It was only the daughters that were still stained with it. They got their own daddy drunk away with him. The Ammonites and the Moabites came out of that, that lineage right there. That's still a people that's fighting against the people of God today. That is something that's been in the thorn of the sight of God's people from that time on. I want you to understand something. Your decisions can have a consequence that will last, last down through the generations if you ain't careful. That's why we've got to be careful, Bobby, about the things we do. And I told you, Abraham was not perfect in his flesh. I can show you where he lied. I can show where, where he want, where he heard what he wanted to hear. And he laid with his wife's handmaid over there. And he done things that was totally out of what God's will would normally have been in his life. He's just like me and you. He had to repent every day too. But he trusted God. Even when he failed. But even when he failed, he knew what God's promises was. Even when I failed, Mark, which is every day of my life, Tommy, I cannot forget of whom I believe and whom my hopes are and whom my promises are. And every mistake I make would have made me stronger to where I could go home tomorrow and not make that mistake no more. Every place that I've, I've, I've walked contrary to the Word of God and I've realized it and God has instructed me like He did David when He sent Nathan before Him and He said, David, Thou art the man. You're the one with this sin on your life. You're the one in need to repent. And it had an impact when God's Word found David over there and He repented. 
and ask the Lord to restore any of the joys of His salvation. No, we're not perfect just because we're Christians. But there's one that walks with us and that walks in us. Amen. You know something? When I was well, my daughter was well, and with me, you know what I did? I corrected them. They thought, get that line late, and I told them, no. You ain't acting like that. You ain't doing like that. You want to know something? Sure, sometimes I wasn't with them when they got a little longer. You know what they did? They did what they wanted to do. He said, when I go away, I won't leave you comfortless. But the comfort will come. I'm thankful for a skin well and spirit of God. Greater he that's in me than he that's in the world. Every time I step out of line, every time I start walking contrary, hey, they something down on the inside of me that says, that ain't the way I walk. That ain't the way I talk. That ain't the way I go. That ain't the way I do. What do you think brings us out of this world and makes us sick on so there's a soul man in your life that believes the promises of God and it's staggered not at There's a soul that through faith, I can read you the word of God that, that where our righteousness comes through our through Him, our faith in Him. Amen. There's a righteousness that comes not through our walk in this flesh, but through our belief in our soul, through faith in Jesus Christ. And Him being the complete atonement for our sins. Him being the propitiation for me and you. There's a faith that I'm in my life that makes me walk like God. Not in my righteousness. Not in my good works. Not nothing that I can boast of. But it's all of Him. It's all His glory. It's all to His honor. It's not in my righteousness. It's not in my goodness. And it's that one day I stated not at His promise when He said, if you believe in me with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. ahead of you. It'll keep you from staggering. It'll keep you from falling. So let me show you what's out there. You can't willfully sin. You can't go against what you know about. But I'm going to tell you, you will face the consequences for that. When the devil 
jumps on you with all them teeth I was talking about earlier. He latches on to you and starts trying to drag you down. Just call on the name of Jesus. And our only way of resisting is through the name of Jesus. You think it's pretty silly? But then I'm just sinning. It's been a long time, Julian, but he's been on my back. Every tooth sunk in, and him arrived me to the ground. I didn't call out Tommy. I didn't call out Sydney. I didn't call out Bobby. I know, I know they pray for me. They just say Jesus. Jesus. They something about that name. Oh, I'm telling you what. It's a name above all names. I preached on it just a little the other week. I'm thankful for the name of Jesus. Every demon in hell has to flee at that name right there. It ain't got much power. Oh, Abraham at that point, maybe he didn't look as big. Uh, 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 didn't look like he could do much in that day. But when he went to calling on God on behalf of Lot, Lot got spared down there in that place. Lot got delivered. And I'm going to tell you, we've got some youngins that's been going through some things. No, that was all of Mark. It's got every tooth he's got, and it's sunk into him, and he's riding them to the ground. But I'm going to tell you, church, get on your knees, call their names out. call them up and say, I'm praying for you. I don't know what's going on. It's been on my heart. Times I get a maybe and maybe not. A lot of times I get maybe a wider spectrum of views and then do by by talking to a lot of other preachers and a lot of other churches. But if you only knew the people that's just are dropping out and giving up, 
What kind of backbone? But we're the church of the living God. We, we serve the God that overcome death, hell, and the grave. We serve God Almighty. Who are we to be giving up, tucking tail, and running from the devil? Getting our little feelings hurt and getting mad. I'm not talking to Tommy Linda no more. I'm not talking to C.D. and Judy no more. Hey, I'm going to give it up and I'm going to go set my tin up somewhere else. The next thing you know, you're going to be right down in the middle of Sodom and Gomorrah and you're going to have your family drunk down there with you. God help us. I'm trying to encourage the one of us, ones of us that's still in here. The ones of us that's still hanging on. Don't give up and get to pray for them that's went astray. Yeah. I ain't talking about running them down. Abraham didn't go running off to nobody else and talking about what did he? No, he didn't. He talked to God about it. Well, I told these youngers this morning, I said, if you talk to somebody and realize they're in trouble, I said, don't go tell nobody else about it. Tell God about it. Amen. Pray for them. I don't need to call you up Judy and hunt somebody down just because they're not coming to church no more. I need to get on my knees praying for them. And if I'm that burdened, I need to call them up and say, I love you. We miss you now. Wow, message like this this morning. Oh, God, see it. Amen. I'm wrong with you. I did not think this up. I love sometimes to open up how God sends me scripture sometimes. It means only you. It's 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 only you. He knows if we've already got worked up in our hearts sometimes strive to get the hurt of God. He knows already if we've done packing our tent up, we're getting ready to head down the road and going to pitch it somewhere else. Somewhere where we can sit still and have it brought to us easy. See, that's what he thought. Why in the world are we traveling so much to try to find a, a, a pastor for these sheep and for everything else we got? Why are we having to work so hard when right down there is a well-watered place? Right down there, we can just sit down and take our ease. Hey, it ever thinks you become easy. I'm going to tell you something about walking with God. Hey, it's not going to go over good, but I'm just going to tell you, it ain't always going to be easy. It ain't always just going to get like you like. I thought about this week, Tommy. How many times do we come into this church on Sunday morning with a heaviness on us? Or we come in here thinking, I hope things got good and it'll get us stirred. I hope Mark's got less and it'll really tire us up this morning. I hope Dana just rips that piano wide open and the church shouts the house down. Amen. We come in here with it laying on everybody else. How many times do we come in here and something on our life? The burden that we're carrying. What did work walk in? That harsh lifestyle. Being separated. We got the woman that does the study this. We did look down there and think, are they all strong in the morning together down there? And they're all living down there like that. And they're all having a good time. Abraham, we wake up every day not knowing where we're going to be tomorrow. 
We've got to work to get these sheep fed. We've got to work to get all this stuff done. We just go down there and have it easy. Ain't that a lie of the devil? Yeah. Ain't that the way he comes out through our old car on Ryan Barber? He tells us, oh, this is a whole lot better. Why, you quit going to church? You can lay in there a little longer on Sundays because you wore out through the week. You don't have to worry about getting out on Wednesday night. When they call revivals, you ain't got to struggle with trying to make it. You can get up, you can go do this, you can go to the lake, you can go fishing, you can do this, you can do that. Boy, you just have a lot more free time if you just quit going to church. That's not what the devil does. Well, he ain't changed. He's going to have to leave. You want to know why God don't want you to eat that? Because he don't want you to know how good it is. He made it look like it was just... You can be like God. You can be just like Him. You can rule your own life. Ain't that the same thing everybody wants to do? I don't believe it's all in my life. I don't even have to be in the street. God behind the way the Lord wants to be in the world. This ain't a hard way, God. He said His commandments are not dangerous. But you want me to tell you what He says is hard? The way of the transgression. That's what the devil don't want us to, to see. No, he wants you to see them well-watered flames. He wants you to be on the outside looking in at Sunday tomorrow. Boy, they're just partying it up. They're having such a good time and they're having it easy down there. Not like you. You got guidelines. We're separated. We're peculiar. And for a reason. Because we've got some walks that's turning back on God. We've got some people that never have accepted God. Abraham had children that was a father of him. Abraham had wife that was a father of him. He had sons that was a father of him. It's up to him to walk the path. And we're dealing with this path. We're going to walk this way and stay true unto God. little in second Peter in the second chapter. I'll read this and I may be done. It says, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious way. And that word pernicious just means destructive. By reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And you see there that those false prophets and all those ones that's denying Christ that wants to walk an ungodly way. Bible said there'd be swift destruction come upon them. But did you hear that, that, that second verse? But many shall follow their pernicious ways. There's be a lot going to follow your ways. 
by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. So see, we've got some examples. We've got some examples that God set before. And delivered just lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelleth among them in seeing and hearing, vexed his, his righteous soul from day to day with it, their unlawful deeds. Listen. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh and the lust of the uncleanliness and despise government, presumptuous are they, self-willed, and they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities, whereas angels which are greater in power and might, bring not railing accusations against them before the Lord. But these as natural brute beasts made to be partake, to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to write in the daytime. Spots are they, they, spots they are, and blemishes, sporting themselves in their own deceivings while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, and heart, and heart they, they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray following the way of Balaam, the son of Basor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. I'll stop right there in a minute. I want us to understand there's a consequence for turning against God, being self-willed and thinking you can walk your own way. We live a separated life in this world. Because we're so righteous, no. Because that one that lives within us is right. Jim, I can't tell people, you look at me, I'm, I'm, I'm a prime example of how you want to walk. No. I'm not. He is. I'm not perfect. I don't want people to look at me as something great because I'm not. I never want my name lifted up above another because I know who I am. But I want his name glorified. I want him honored. And I don't want to stagger at the promises of God. I want to be like Abraham and I don't want to be like Lot. I'm driving my family off down into the things of this world. We better be careful, church. That song, and I, I thought about it the other day. I wasn't even thinking about this next. 
Well, I got to think, you know, when our little kids used to see, oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. I thought about that at all. We've got to be careful what we do as adults. We've got to be careful what we do as We've got to be careful what we do as adults. We've got to be careful what we do as teens. We don't watch and be careful in our ways we walk in this life. Because when we take that first step and that path towards Sodom, then the next thing is the end of At the difference, and walking around you walk in your hands. Being around things in the I can't help it when I'm gone. You can't help it when I'm gone. I can't help it when I walk in England. I can't help what I'm around. But I can help what I'm in. I thank the Lord today for His Word. Thank you for an opportunity one more.